0: When we realized that there was a need for video, we were very afraid that there was gonna be failure and that it was gonna be a waste of our time and resources. But boy, were we wrong. And now we are transforming our industry with video.
1: You're listening to the Endless Customers Podcast, where we help you earn trust and win customers in the age of AI. Welcome back to the show, everyone. My name is Alex Winter, and today we are joined by two special guests, Zach Basner, a coach and trainer here at Impact, as well as Noelle Solz, who is a video and IT specialist at a really great company called EW Motion Therapy. Let's go to Noelle first, and can you tell us a little bit about what the company's about and how you got into the mix there, just to kick the story off?
0: Yeah, so... AW Motion Therapy is a physical therapy and wellness company based in Birmingham, Alabama. We have six locations. um, And back in 2021, we decided we wanted to in-house all of our marketing. Um, We were growing at a rapid pace and we knew there was a need for it. We'd um, had some unsuccessful ventures with other marketing companies and we just wanted to do everything in-house. At the time, I was doing all of our IT. I didn't really have any background in video. Um, fast forward, we decided to work with Impact so that they could coach us on how to in-house everything. Um, and that's where I met Zach. He became my coach and really taught me everything I know. Um, I didn't have really any background in it. So
1: that's amazing. it was
0: definitely a learning curve, yeah.
1: Yeah, wow, so you you started out really as an IT specialist and you were doing Mm -hmm. IT for the company, and then it evolved into you becoming a videographer with no previous experience. The
0: only experience, and I wouldn't even, it was very little, um, during COVID, we had to figure out how to go virtual with everything. Mm -hmm. And me being the IT person, they kind of made me, they took that as me doing it. Um, So I had to figure out how to do everything virtual, and we did a lot of recording. We tried a little green screen. Um, It was not great. Um, And it was very beginner level, but that was kind of the starting point for me. And so they felt like I would be a good fit for it. um, Just having that slight background.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. It's really amazing to hear too, that you're in an organization that really wanted to own their marketing. I don't feel like a lot of organizations tend to make that choice, especially in the industry that you're in. So can you talk a little bit about what that looked like and then how you ended up ultimately meeting Zach and getting to work with Zach?
0: yeah um i think ethan saw the need ethan our ceo he's our founder he's our owner um i think he saw the need we would just been we had been let down so many times by marketing um, firms they just didn't understand our vision what we were trying to do um the copy on our website all of that it just wasn't it didn't reflect who we were as a company um, it really just did not embody our vision and so we just felt like if we could do it ourselves we could do it correctly and we would have full control over what we were putting out there. And, um, Love that. you know, it worked out so fantastically. Yeah.
1: yeah. Good for you guys. So Zach, I'm going to kick it over to you. What was it like when you first started to integrate as a coach with EW motion and then getting to meet Noel and like, just paint that picture for us. How did that go?
2: Yeah. Well, you know, from the very beginning, Ethan, as Noel alluded to really had a good vision as to how, how they were going to bring video in-house uh, or how they were going to implement the ask you answer, right? He's really just bought into it. And so generally speaking though, when I work with a company that they say, we're going to take somebody from another area of the company and we're going to move them over into this critical, you know, seat, which is our in-house videographer, generally for me, that's a red flag. I've just seen it not work so many times. Okay. Yeah. And and so, you know, as we were talking about that, I remember warning him, like, you know, just keep in mind I haven't seen this work out many times. You know, I'm I'm sure she's great. You, you've got to imagine I didn't know Noelle yet. Uh, because yeah. um, as we started to to work together, you, you do realize with with employees that you've got, there are personal characteristics. And then there are technical skills. And like, you have to delineate between the two technical skills. Anybody can learn those, right? If they've got the proper, you know, support and they've got the proper direction. I think anybody can learn the technical skills. There are personal characteristics that you generally cannot develop in somebody. Sometimes it's impossible to develop certain things like having a vision as to what this is going to look like, Uh, having passion about the thing that you're working on. And those are things that Noelle had, right? She did have a vision as to what was possible with it. She had passion. I was going to help her push through the learning curve because it's steep, especially, you know, with me coming in, kind of setting a high bar for what this stuff could look like, right? It's, it's a lot to learn.
1: Absolutely. And so,
2: <laughs> but uh, you know, as soon as I started working with Noelle, I, she's got the it factor. It's hard to to know really what the, it, it you know, the X factor is, but she's got it. And 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 it's it's why it's so critical though that when companies are hiring for a position like this, you do look for those personal mm-hmm. characteristics that they're already built in, so that you can really hit the ground running with the technical skill portion of it.
1: Yeah, that's a really great point. It, that X factor, it's it's hard to explain what that is, but you either have it or you don't. That passion, that drive, that's within inside of you. That's something that can't really be taught. The technical stuff certainly can be, but. Some of that is inherently, it's either in you or it's not. So Noelle, where does this passion come from? Like what, you're you are working on IT, you, you're switching gears now, hearing about this marketing plan, Ethan's pushing impact and this new vision, which is really, must've been exciting, but like, it must've been daunting at the same time. So what was that like for you uh, as you started to embark on that journey and becoming a videographer?
0: Yeah, it was, I was very intimidated okay. in the beginning. You know, I knew that if I could be taught correctly, I could do whatever I needed to do. That was always my thing, like I just needed to learn. But what I didn't realize about going into video, you know, outside of it being a whole new career, um, is that there is just so, being a one person team is so much. Um, Learning how to use a camera, learning how to direct people, Um, there was just so many questions I had. And um I'm a very detail-oriented person and I'm slightly a bit of a perfectionist. Um, sometimes to my detriment. But me too. (laughs) I think Zach, yeah. (laughs) I think um use having that though has really helped me um make my art better. Um, I'm very hard on myself, but also having the coaching from Zach. I mean, I I couldn't have done it without him. I really couldn't have. And, you know, he allowed me to have a sense of community with other people going through the same thing as me. I think that was like, and I've told you that Alex before, like that is so critical. Being able to surround yourself with other people who are going through what you're going through. It's so critical, um, to really owning that role.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so
0: yeah, it was a, Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say. So
1: I, I feel the same way. That it's, it's, uh, it's really a collaboration, and you only know what you know. So being able to bounce ideas, being able to talk to others that are in a similar space or that have experience with it, it just, it just helps round, round out your chances of like really being successful. Uh, and Zach, when you, when you were first starting out with Noel, what, what's the, as a coach, what's the best way to set someone up for success? And you're starting to meet Noel, you're starting to understand. That she does have this drive and this passion and that you need to give her the technical skills and like almost a framework. So where do, where do you as a coach start and how do you get that, uh, you know, that rhythm and that cadence built in?
2: Yeah, I, it's different with everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I try to assess who I'm working with and what the state of the company is and, and, you know, customize kind of the onboarding into this. I could tell early on that that Noel was uh, kind of inundated Uh, keep in mind, she's also doing the IT stuff as she is learning Mm -hmm. video, right? So we had, we had some boundaries in terms of time, uh, that could be dedicated to this. And then there was still a bunch of time that needed to be dedicated to learning, watching videos about editing and about cameras and, and things like that. So a lot of it was let's get really focused on just quick wins and like, let's not focus on changing the entire industry. Uh, right now right. or changing the entire company right now. Let's just, let's show the world what's possible with a few really great videos and let's nail those. And we'll learn from that. And we'll apply that to the next round. And I think Noel would agree that those first few videos, we look back on them now and we go, wow, we've got a lot better since then, but yeah. you you got to start somewhere. Right, you can't come out of the gate and expect you're going to be Hollywood level cinematography uh, when you're just learning or when you're just getting people on camera for the first time. There's there's a lot of things that are working against you for making it perfect out of the gate. So really, just focusing on what we could do to to have some quick wins. How could we get some people on camera? Show them really what it looks like, so that everyone can catch the vision. And uh, in the process, we're still. We're still getting stuff up there, right? We're still getting videos into the hands of uh, potential customers. I love that. That's a that's
1: a really good point too. It resonates with me because I'm like Noelle. I'm a perfectionist too, and I think in my mind I want everything to be the best it can possibly be, and I want to go mm-hmm. f- like full Hollywood mode. And that's not one always possible. And two, especially when you're starting out, you just need to you just need to try and start to learn from your mistakes and start to grow from those experiences. So Noelle, when you think back, those first couple of videos, do you remember what, what you did and what that was like? Do you like, do you remember what you shot or like what those first couple videos were? Yeah.
0: Yes. My first video was the physical therapy 80% video. It took a long time to complete. Yeah. I think not only was it like it was Ethan, I did it with Ethan. And so it was my first time coaching Ethan, um, which if you know Ethan, is, uh, it can be challenging. He has a lot to say and he's very passionate about his company. Um, you're
1: also shooting with the CEO of the company. So your first video is you're you're going right with the right to the top. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: And we have a, we have a great relationship, so I'm very comfortable around him, but we were still kind of learning how to work with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, I know how to work with him a lot better now, um, on like on set specifically, but yeah, it was, um, I was nervous cause I didn't want to let anyone down. You know, I, I had expectations for myself. Um, I know Ethan and John, they, their expectations were always so much lower than my, what I held myself to. Um, but we shot it, we ended up shooting it twice. Like I, this is my first time picking up a camera. Sure. Like literally yeah. like, and I was like, okay, let's record this. <laughs> let's just see how this goes. And, um, I think we ended up, recording it again because it just, the light was terrible. We were doing it at the clinic at the time and we were fighting lighting issues with, um, there, I mean, it was a bunch of windows and just so many factors that I know now, like you can control in a better environment. But at the time I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing really. And, Mm -hmm. um, it was my first time editing a video in Premiere. <laughs> um, so there was just so many things. I look back at that video, and we've actually redone it since. But um, I look back at that video, and it's just amazing to see how far I've come with you know, videography and just how far our subject matter experts have come. Yeah, They've gotten so much better about this. Um, they've bought in so much more. And both of those factors are so important.
1: Absolutely, and how, just for our listeners and for our audience, how how long, like timeline wise, from when you switched over to video mode to where you are mm-hmm. today? How how long of a timeline are we talking about?
0: So we started in. I want to say I did that video in the summer of two thousand twenty-one. I think that's correct. Um, so it's been we're going on three years. Wow! Right? Yeah. Yeah, three years, um, which is that's so crazy. Wow! I feel like I just started. <laughs> Like i really i have so much more still to learn it's just like endless me there's too. always new things coming out like i just like i can't keep up Hi,
1: yeah me, me too it, i think but that's the yeah. that's the right mentality to have though is to always be learning and to always be open to learning yeah. new things because if you're closed off that's where that's where you start to have issues yeah. in my opinion um so for sure so zach this is this is actually a two-part for both of you um i want to hear zach first and then i'm going to come back to you noelle when we talk about creating like a culture of video inside of an organization and getting people really bought into the idea of creating content that's both written but also visual, how do you start and navigate that conversation? How do you get the company like drinking the proverbial Kool-Aid? And how does that look as it plays out over a year or for Noel well for your case over the last three years? So Zach, I'm gonna start with you. Just talk to me a little bit about what that means as a culture of video and and what that looks like inside an organization.
2: Yeah, I don't wanna to be too redundant to talk about like the basics of they ask you answer, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, one thing that we do know is we need to kind of admit to ourselves that potential customers are doing a lot of interacting uh, with content online before we ever get to see them in person. Right. So so one question I like to ask the sales teams or, or marketing teams is if it were possible for somebody to navigate your entire sales process or a good percentage of it, let's say 90% of your sales process. One, is it possible? And two, what would have to be true about, like what would have to be in it? What type of content would need to be in that to allow them to navigate that much of the buying process? Okay. So if we, if we say, yeah, it's possible. And here's examples of what it could look like. Okay. It can't all be text because remember, there, this prospect is interacting with the company and the people within the company. So it's, it's gotta be video. And so that's what I would say is a culture of videos. Folks that say to, to themselves, how can we make the buying process better, easier, more comfortable Mm -hmm. with video? So even when we think when problems arise for us in the sales process, in our, in our, uh, you know, own internal process, we're thinking to ourselves, how could we solve this with video, how could we get our folks on camera to explain this better? That to me is the, the, the foundation of a culture of video is we're all, we're thinking video first in many scenarios. Video first. That's a great way of saying it. I love that. So
1: Noah, how does that translate for you day to day and in your company and getting your sales team, getting everybody on your team bought into video first, being on video, building trust with video?
0: Yeah, I think I think having success stories always helps for our team. Mm-hmm. Like seeing the successes of what our videos are doing, but also having them realize it's a tool that they can use to elevate their client's experience, because that's what it's doing. It's also building a connection with their client. Um, our bio videos, for example. I mean, these people come in, and I hear this all the time, they come in and they say, they start talking about this person's life. And they're like, our, our physical therapists are like, how do they know this? And they're like, oh yeah. But they just, it's a connection for them, which builds relationships. And that's what we're in the business of building is relationships. That's how we keep our clients lifelong. Um, so I think for them, it's so important for them to understand that it's a tool to elevate their, sa- their sales, to elevate the experience. And it's not a replacement it's just a way to help empower our clients to really feel that they are learning something for us and that we care enough to do something like that. And if they can understand that, I mean, it's a sale in itself. I feel like,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Was, did you have any challenges or struggles getting people bought into doing video in the company?
0: Yeah, for sure. It was a struggle. I'd say probably the first year. Um, And even it's always going to be a struggle with our new hires. Um, I probably have like a group of people that I circulate through who are really comfortable on video, but I will say at a minimum now, everyone is willing to try. That was not always the case. Um, I think they had to start seeing results for them to truly understand. And when I have them come, come in and film with me, I always talk to them about, hey, listen to how cool this is. We had a video that did X, Y, Z for our clients. And I think them hearing that is so important to understand that it matters what they're doing. Um, Just to see the wins, so important, but we did struggle. Um, Zach knows that. It was taking me so much longer to get through edits, everything, because our, our employees just weren't taking it seriously and they weren't coming prepared. I think that they respect me a lot more now and value what I'm doing for our company. Um, And they're just so much more bought in than they ever were before. And it makes not only their process better, but it makes my process so much better. We can output a lot more than we were. So yeah.
1: That's amazing. Thanks for sharing that because I'm sure the struggle, I'm sure it was a struggle at certain times and to build that trust and to bridge those gaps is, is critical. So Zach, as a coach, how do you, how do you coach somebody on that, like to jump over some of those hurdles and start to build trust within the sales team and getting the sales team to see these results and getting buy-in where they're like going from being scared or not wanting to participate to being like, I have to do more videos. We have to shoot all the time. Let's go.
2: Yeah. Well, and first I just want to mention that I, I said earlier how it's often a red flag when I see somebody taken from another department and and put into this position. Right. Uh, What Noel just alluded to with respect is actually one of the reasons why sometimes it doesn't work because you're used to seeing this coworker in a certain position, doing a certain thing, and uh, it's different. Then when you're going to be directing them, asking them to be places at certain times, giving them feedback on their communication, that's a different relationship. Interesting. Yeah, it is. And it's not always easy to, to bridge that gap. Noel was able to get over that, but it's, it's rare to see that, right? Because people almost trained people how to treat you in a different position. Now you're coming over here and it's a totally different, totally different thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's another reason why sometimes it just doesn't work when you take people from different departments, but, um, uh, but back to your question. So how do you overcome? Your question was, how do you overcome some of these things with buy-in?
1: Yeah, with buying with this like the sales team in particular and getting them to be not scared of video, excited about video and really bought into wanting to participate. Noelle certainly has bridged that gap in, in her company, but yeah. just generally speaking, how do you do that?
2: Yeah. So first they have to understand what it looks like, because if you don't show them examples, if they can't see it, can't hear it they tend to tell themselves a story as to what it's going to be. And there's a good chance that story is wrong about what it will actually end up being. Okay. So you have to show them examples and allow them to see, okay, that is where we're headed with this. That's what I find is the first thing you've got to do. The second thing is you've got to you've you got take some of the pressure off by preparing well. So you don't, have people come in, Hey, we're just going to do, you know, we're just going to wing this. I'm just going to put you on camera and say, so what is physical therapy? what do you tell us? That's, <laughs> we think that we're doing them a favor by not telling them <laughs> to do stuff beforehand, but we're not setting them up for success mm-hmm. once they actually get on camera. So instead we take the pressure off by putting preparation in. So we, we talk about what the, what's the format of the video right? The video six, I always tell people to tell, explain to people the video six formula so that they know. Again, they're seeing where we're headed. Now they're filling in, okay, what are the segments going to be in this video? How am I going to do my intro? So since they're showing up, they're prepared, less pressure. Okay. That'll help a lot. That makes sense. And then the third thing is using video in your own, in, in your own way, sending Vidyard videos or wistia videos or whatever it is being on camera and filming yourself getting used to just sending communication that way is gonna gonna show everybody well video is a lot more than just what we do with noel this is a, a tool that we use to communicate with all of our, our patients our prospects whatever it might be yeah that makes total sense to me
1: just just for our listeners and viewers out there what is the video
2: six for people who don't know i'm glad you asked yeah the video six is uh is just a six-step formula to compiling a, a educational informational video. So you start off with a great teaser. It's a hook keeps people watching. That's the first part. Second part is your logo bumper. So you're branding the video. So they know who they're watching. Mm-hmm. Third part is the intro. You're telling them what you're about to tell them so that they know where we're headed. You've got the seg- your segments, which is your one, two, three points. you're You're going to talk about in that video. Mm-hmm. As you clo- get close to the end, you're going to have a call to action. So you're actually going to tell them what to do based off of what you just taught them, what they should do next. And then you have your outro, which is leaving them with a great feeling as they leave that video. You, you use sometimes just components of the video, video six in a video. You don't always use all of them, but if you use all of them, it, it gives you a structure that you don't have to start from scratch every time you sit down to make a video.
1: Very cool. Very cool. So mm-hmm. Noel, the video six for you, what was that like having that in your, your proverbial toolbox, right? For creating videos and then maybe can you share like a, a video that's been successful or something that's really hit the mark and done well for you from a sales perspective? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, so I love the video, the six because I am a structured person. Okay. Um, I love structure <laughs> so it, it helps me script so much. Um, And what's great about it is the articles that Elena, our content manager does, I I feel that it translates so well into that video six. Um, So I love having those. I still use them. Um, Regarding videos that are successful, I'm trying I had something recently that happened and I would love to share it because I thought it was so cool and so special. I did a client journey video um, with someone who'd been through a very, very hard, uh, diagnosis. Uh, they were in physical therapy, but they did a hospital sent anyways, their journey was incredible. Um, and someone stumbled across it on our website and they lived in California and they reached, they were a family friend of one of our instructor instructors. Anyways, they were able to connect with each other. These two people and share their story together, um, and get advice from each other because the diagnosis that they had was so rare and they didn't know, they didn't have a sense of community. So we were able to provide that for them. And I know that's not maybe specifically sales enablement because they live in California, but as we go forward and we start our subscription based program with video. That's gonna translate really well for us. Um, yeah, that's amazing and that's just one example I thought it was incredible um, that what we're doing it just gives it so much more meaning that we're able like this woman she contacted that person and she was able to find out what what treatment she was going through um, that physical therapy is so vital because what she was going through while it was the same, it was so different. So mm-hmm. I thought that was. I loved hearing about that. Um, But we have countless things like that. The bio videos, people, I'll go and look at like a client's journey on the website, and I mean, they're watching 10, 15 bio videos before choosing their physical therapist. They're like, oh, hey, can I see this person? I saw that they do, you know, women's health, and um, I really need someone who understands what I'm going through.
1: Yeah, Um, that makes sense, though. and. Honestly, I would do the same thing because I would want to know the person that I'm going to be working mm-hmm. directly with. And it gives it gives the person a chance to really get to know them before they actually get to meet mm-hmm. them and know them, which is pretty, pretty powerful. So, yeah, you said something too, Noah, on and I know your story. We got to film a customer journey video together. So I know a lot about your company. I love what you guys are doing. But there's something really fascinating that's happening in your company right now. And this is a testament to the coaching and training and your, what you bring to the table and just everything that's happening in in video land at EW motion, you guys have been growing substantially. And there was Mm -hmm. conversations of, do we open up another brick and mortar store? Do we expand geographically? What do we do? And it sounds like you're taking it off of the brick and mortar level and going digital and using video and leveraging your knowledge base to really help people on a much larger scale. Can you talk a little bit about that?
0: Yes. Yeah, Cause it's really uh, exciting. I, I haven't even been able to talk to Zach about this yet. Oh,
1: cool. Zach, uh, here we, we go. <laughs> are,
0: and he, you may, Ethan may have told you when he saw you last, but we are in the process of building out a like state of the art studio. Um, so I'll have a dedicated space. Um, we're going to build out a podcasting space. We are investing a lot of resources, time, money, um, so that we can hopefully, you know, within the next year, year, year or so, Build out a library of videos um, and make it a subscription based program so that we can help people all over. Um, and so our demographic will not just be in Birmingham. Um, and it just opens up so much more opportunity for our company. Um, we felt that video was important enough. And, you know, it's like a silo. We have all our programs, and now we're looking at video as like, almost like a virtual studio in itself. Um, I'm very excited about it. It's, it's a lot. It's, um, it's very challenging and there's just so much opportunity for growth. And um, it's, we're eight weeks out from the build out being done. Um, We're just learning, 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 purchasing. um, But it's, yeah, it's going to be great. We're excited.
2: Mark my words, everybody. EW motion therapy is gonna be the peloton of the physical therapy space. You just watch. Oh,
1: I love it. That'd be great. I love it. You heard it here first. You no, know, and Noel, that's the fascinating thing to me is it's almost it's shifting the business model. It's it's like really thinking outside of the box and leveraging these new tools and these new ways of communicating to really expand mm-hmm. your business in a way that I don't think previously you would have you would have been able to do. So that's that's amazing. Really, I can't wait to see that unfold and see where it takes you into the future. Um, so, last question: yeah. uh, What would you give advice, or like, what advice would you give for companies or people that are looking to integrate video into their organizations? And maybe we'll we'll start with Noel, and then we'll go to Zach. I want to ask you both the same question just just for people that are really bought into it. Maybe they're a videographer, maybe they're a marketing officer, maybe they're a CEO. But like, what advice would you give to them if they want to implement? They ask you an answer. They want to implement video in their organization.
0: I think. Just don't, a, don't be scared. You're going to have, you know, there's no one size fits all for it. And you have to look at it in a certain perspective. I think to really embrace it fully, you have to understand that it's just elevating what you're already doing. Um, and it's really like, it's, it helps your clients so much, um, which enables your sales process i i was very skeptical going into it uh ethan was so bought in but no one else was and try not to be skeptical (laughs) try to look at it as um something that's really going to elevate everyone's lives because it's so power i feel like it's so powerful what we're doing it has completely changed our company it really has Um, we have a whole marketing team now and uh the content that we're putting out is it's i think it's awesome i mean we're working with doctors i interview doctors now Um, so i just think don't be scared and be willing to learn be willing to learn and be willing to make mistakes and to learn from those mistakes because it's not gonna happen right off the bat Um, you're gonna it's gonna take a while to get your company bought in um, but just be really positive about it and if you're positive and you're excited that's going to translate to everyone else
1: very well said, Zach, how about you? What advice would you give for, for people out there listening and watching?
2: Well, in one, in one sentence, I would say be more like EW motion therapy. <laughs> uh, and, but the reason I say that is because at any point in this process, they could have said, but Zach, we're different. We don't have a sales team, Zach. Mm-hmm. The, the, the physical therapists they do the consultations and the selling. Zach, we've got HIPAA laws. We can't talk about certain things and have things in the database that's not secure. Mm-hmm. They could have said a lot. Of, we can't do that. But instead, they said, well, how does this apply to us? How are we going to make it apply to us and our audience? And how can we build more trust, right? It always, it, all of our conversations always came back to how do we build more trust? And so they were willing to lean into things that were uncomfortable, learning how to do video, um, amongst many other things, but since we're focused here on video, look at what's happening right now. It's fundamentally changing their business. They've now got this, a new recurring, uh, subscription model that they're able to adopt because they're in the habit of leaning in to change, leaning in to where customers are going today. And I couldn't be more proud of them it's but you don't see pioneers like this that say yeah but we're different this doesn't really apply to us that might work for you over there but that doesn't work with us no pioneer says things like that they go how are we going to do this and that's exactly what they've done
1: i love it zach yeah. great advice no thank you for sharing your story with us i'm really excited to see where the studio goes in the future we got to stay in touch i want to I, I almost want like a mtv yes. crib studio tour once it's built out i got to check it out of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's always a pleasure having you both on the show. Thank you again for your insights. Just real quick before we wrap up, can you tell people, we'll start with Noel, how they can get in touch with you if they have any questions or follow ups? Are you on LinkedIn, email? What's the best way for people to reach out to you if they have follow up questions?
0: Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn, but feel free to email me anytime. My email is Noel, N O E L L E, at E W motion therapy.com.
2: Awesome. Thank you. And Zach, how about you, brother? Hit me up on LinkedIn, Zach Basner, B-A-S-N-E-R. We'd be happy to hear from anybody.
1: All right, and that's our show. So thank you for tuning in to the Endless Customers Podcast. We really appreciate you listening, and we will see you on the next episode. And hey, don't forget that we have episodes every Monday and Wednesday releasing on all major platforms. So be sure to go subscribe. That way you won't miss out on how you can earn trust and win customers in the age of AI.